And it's 8.15, and it is time. I am so glad to have Glenn Anderson in with me this morning. Now, if you're saying Glenn Anderson, you know, we got a lot of Anderson, Swansons, Johnsons. Uh, this is the community of Scandahoovians, as I like to say. And so he fits right in. He is our relatively new, I'll put it that way, city administrator for Mora. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to have you in. Um, I'm not sure if people even necessarily, I think somewhat they pay attention and somewhat they don't, but you came into this position really kind of earlier this year, uh, right around that March time frame is what we were talking about. Correct. About March 21st is my first day. Yeah. Okay. And so I'll just ask right from the get go and then we'll go into your background a little bit. How's it been going here? It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal from, from the interview process, which is, is can be tedious it can be to some people overwhelming it can be one of those uh, anxiety ridden um, process but they they do a good job of vetting they do a good job of making sure that the person isn't just going to come and do a job but they're going to fit and fit with the employees fit with the council fit with the uh, commission and and so they do a lot of that they do some background work on it to see what kind of personality you have not just what kind of manager you are Sure. And you obviously have come in and I think you fit in very well. I've heard nothing but good things just to throw that at you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And, and, and you know, it, it goes back. It goes two ways. It just isn't one person coming in. It's, it's a matter of whether people will accept them, whether people have the desire to, to make some changes, some things that are needed. Um, and not always changes are bad. Not all changes are good. But some people in some organizations need to go a different direction. And that's what I was informed of, and that's what we've been working on. Sure. And f- phenomenal staff, amazing, intelligent staff that know what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And so you come in and help on the fringes with those. And if there's a decision that needs to ma- be made, you make it as a team. And that's where we've really gone is to a team-orientated decision process from the top down. And what I mean by that is the council and the commission. Sure. Those are the people who set the policies. Those are the people who say, here's the direction we want to go. Now you guys go figure out and make us get there. Sure. You are the worker bees, so to speak. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Like that, yes, that is, so to speak. Yeah. We need to talk a little bit, though, about your background, just because I think people, you know, it's kind of that meet and greet is what we're doing here with a with an audio version of that. So tell us a little bit about your background and then the odyssey to get here. Well, I, I'll, go, I'll go back to college, I guess, okay. because that's where my career started. Um, in college, um, I was an athlete, but I also worked in the uh, economic, not the economic, excuse me, the park and recreation. Okay. Swimming pools and so on. And when I graduated, I graduated with an elementary education degree, but okay. then I was recruited away to go to Urbandale, Iowa, which is Des Moines suburb, to be their aquatic and rec supervisor. There we ran an indoor pool, two outdoor pools, and about 130 rec programs. Wow. So that gave okay. me the start in my career, if you would, working for communities. Um, from there, I thought, you know, this isn't the only thing I want to do others. So I, I was recruited back to my home area of northwest Iowa, a little town called Rock Rapids, Iowa, but it's south of Laverne, Minnesota. Okay, sure. Just yep, I know about, the area. About yep. 15 miles. Mm-hmm. And that's my home area. And my wife and I were living in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota at the time, and I was asked to come back to be their economic development director. And I was saying, no, 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 I'm good. And my wife said, I remember you always saying that if you ever had a chance to go back and make a difference, you would. Okay. (laughs) So I went back. My wife stayed. And so that began the career of us traveling back and forth on the weekends to each other. And I have to admit, we've been married 40 years. We have three terrific kids. Um, phenomenal, happy, um, 
From that, we built a casino down there. Really? $110 million okay. dollar casino tucked up in the corner by Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. And that casino made all the difference in the world of bringing money, millions of dollars annually into the county, Lyon County over there. Wow. So then I was recruited away to go be an administrator, economic development director for a smaller town called Ackley, Iowa. While I was there, I asked them, I said, would you like to do a long-term contract? And they said, no, no, we're good. So six months later, I got recruited to go back to Sibley, Iowa, which is only a few miles from Rock Rapids in northwest Iowa. Now, that's only about 15 miles south of Worthington, Minnesota. Okay. And I went back there to be their economic development director and city administrator. I did that for eight years. And while there, it was the intent to start to move back with my wife and so on. And that's, that's when I became ill with, uh, with COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a story in itself. My it goodness. is. It is. And then COVID hit me. And after I, I came out of it, my family said, now you're going to move back with mom, right? And, mm-hmm. and just so happened about that time after I got out and I started to heal, this position came open. Hmm. As I told you a little earlier, we went to uh, Freddy's. Mm-hmm. We went and ate there, and my wife goes, "What a great little place!" You know, we're driving around town. We stop at Rick's Appliances, and she mm-hmm. needs some appliances because we we live over by Rush City. Okay, and so she goes, "We need some appliances." We bought some appliances, and just the warmth, the welcome, the the, the community vibe. She goes, "This really fits. This fits for you." Which is no pressure, obviously, because the interviews are coming up. Right, right. You know, no, no pressure. pressure. <laughs> um, so, and, and when, it, when you work with and you talk to and you listen to, it just was the right thing. And I'm so grateful to the council. I'm so grateful to the commission that they voted to bring me on board. Um, and I've been just skating on ice, if you will, the sure. rest of the time. Sure. What an amazing odyssey, though, to get to this point. And you and I did talk a little bit outside of coming on the air here. And uh, we both feel there's there's kismet. There's things that happen in life that get you to certain points. And you see the blessing in that. And I think that's kind of the case for you. And if you don't mind, I don't want to get overly personal, but you really had a very serious walk with COVID. We did. We did as a family. It, it, very uh, difficult. To me, uh, to me, when you're asleep, you don't know. Right. And, but and the family, my goodness, what my yes. heart goes out to them yes. dealing with that. Can I ask how long it took you, the whole thing with it? It started early August. And when I was released from the hospital was the 5th of November. I'd gone through about seven weeks of coma that they put me in. Um, they had called my wife one night at one o'clock in the morning and said, gather your family, come in because he won't be here in the morning. Wow. So that's how in-depth it became for her. I remember, if, I'll tell you a quick story. A few sure. years ago, she, uh, she wanted a new diamond ring. And, and I went, oh, ring. Oh. So anyway. <laughs> Typical guy. So we, thank you. Anyway, we, we go to Jared's in Richfield. And we right. walk in and the, the people there go, hi, Shelly. And I went, wait a minute, how do they know my wife? Because this is a city, you know. Right, right. And so she, they go, we got your stuff laid out here. So we go over there and we're looking <laughs> and she's looking at this one and that one and whatever. And so we leave and she says, so what do you think? And I said, oh, man, um, it's not a car. <laughs> and she said, you don't want me to have it. And I said, no, it's not that. I just have to relate to it. Give me some time. Right. So then we, she asked me a week later, we go back again and she looks at more. And then she's talking about the expense of it. And we walk out and we didn't buy it at that time. And she goes, what, what do you think? And I said, I'll tell you what, you have to make two promises to me. We'll get it, but you have to make two promises. Number one, no buyer's remorse. Never, ever can you say, I wish I would have never done that. Right. And number two, you have to stay married to me for another 65 years. <laughs> and, and she That's said a good yes trade. to both. <laughs> and then obviously with this COVID thing, I'm very grateful that she said yes for the next 65 years. Because obviously they were ready, the doctors were ready to pull <laughs> oh, the plug. Um, they were bringing the family in to do that. 
And then she said no. So that really showed her commitment, her love for the next 65 years. Absolutely. And maybe that ring probably was a little bit of an incentive too, huh? I don't know. I'm kidding you. I'm kidding you, of course. I I said to her, I said, if I would have had a million dollar policy, would have you uh, pulled the plug? Nah. She said, that's not funny. That is not funny. (laughs) But what, I mean, again, and we've heard so many people that have dealt with uh, such a serious time with COVID. And I guess I, I, I'm so glad you were willing to share that because it's just an amazing story. And you are here today. You worked hard, though, and you, you persevered. I mean, I'm not saying that that does it for everybody, but in your case, they kept going with you and you went through all the rehab. And thankfully, you are here yeah. today to help out the city and the people who live in this community. And we're very yeah. thankful. Yeah, I'm very blessed. Very blessed both sides. Thankful my family's with me. Thankful my wife said no yeah you know that yeah. we're going to continue the course we're on very thankful that Mora came and allowed me to work here now it, it's been a blessing in multiple ways that you just can never repay but but Mora is a very very big part of it all absolutely and with thanksgiving this week this is a perfect week to be talking to you wouldn't you say i agree what a difference a year makes it's phenomenal how it is phenomenal. i mean some somebody's watching out for you for sure well before i get and i know we'll get uh, long on time here but i i wanted to ask you Vision-wise, as we talk about more, and I know you're still getting your sea legs in many ways, but what do you see? What what kind of optimism do you have for our community going forward? The opportunity that I've had, I'll start off with, let's say, the chamber. Okay. Um, I got to do a little little talk at the chamber at their annual meeting the other day. 70-some people shows up. Awesome. That's phenomenal when you have that kind of support in the business sector that want to come together to make everything bigger and better. That is just huge, right? Um, talking to the Lions, when you talk to Lions members, they have a great working relationship with Ogilvy. That talks about the region and how the people care and want to see things move forward, not just for one town and one town only. Right, but, but the county. The yeah. county. That's great. You go talk to the commissioners and you talk to the people that work at the county, working with the sheriff, for example, because we have an agreement, a contract with Mora and the sh- sheriff's office, and, and they have great ideas they want to work hard they want to do all the things that are right for the community and they want to do what's best for the community and not overcharge right right because right. if we were to have our own so-called police force it would probably our math tells us probably be about two hundred thousand dollars more annually than what we're paying now right that is huge um we can talk about the groups that want to come together you know just for example vasilopit I had an opportunity to sit and talk to some of those people. What an infectious opportunity for a community like this that has such a a 50-year-old activity Mm -hmm. that is unbelievable. Yeah, it just keeps growing. There's so many things that they want to, if they they can, if they can get the people involved to do. They can market. They can get people from outside to come and just have a festivity of things that really puts more on the map. And I think that's something the direction they would like to go. Sure. So again, the optimism I feel from you, not just in your personal life, but in what you're going to be able to do to help the community go forward. And again, as an administrator, you kind of mentioned it right from the beginning. We kidded about you being a worker bee, but... I, th- I really get a feel from you that you are part of a team. You're not trying to be this figurehead that people all come up and, you know, oh, it's Glenn and we have, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's very much, I get a feel from you that it's pulling everybody together and pull and really focusing on their strengths, each and every one of them, so that we come together as a team and get more done. You nailed it so much directly on the head with that. That is so true. Um, many minds, many hands make light work. And, and when you have people who have different points of view, 
different intellects of their profession and they bring it to the table and you sit around the table and there's so many more things that pop up that you can be more successful are because you have more people participating in a willing way rather than just delegating out you do this you do this you do that they're going well do I go outside of the box or do I not right the answer to that question is yes you know absolutely go outside of the box help us get outside of the box show us what we can do that you bring to the table and by that, appreciation will just grow from within. And when it grows from within, it overspills, as you know. Yeah, it's all good. Well, and I want to make sure I pass along here. I'm sure Glenn is very open. If somebody's listening today, they have questions, they want to know more. Uh, I think you're real approachable. I know I just went online. It's like, oh, yeah, there's Glenn Anderson. Just And you were so quick to get back to me the same day. I think I sent you, either called you or sent you an email. And thank you so much for getting back so quick and being willing to come in and chat with us today. And we've even talked around the office a little bit that if you would like, you know, once a month, maybe bring a person with me. Absolutely. And if you want to interview them and see what their job is and what they do and how they participate. It's amazing how many people do more than one thing. Sure. And, it's, and their expertise in those things are beyond, just beyond. It's phenomenal. And so when you let them go rather than pull them back, it's great things that happen for the city of Mora because these people work very hard. They're diligent. Are there going to be mistakes made every day? Every day. We all do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's part and, of living. And, yeah. and, and I can assure you that I'm sure I didn't pronunciate every word I said today. <laughs> A little mistake in some things, I'm sure. But at least we get the view across and the understanding. Sure. And we're all human. And that's what brings us all together ultimately. Well, and I love the idea of having somebody come in. So you and I will chat about that and we'll make a, a regular go here. I would love that. Good. That's what I'm here for. Glenn Anderson, uh, a big, giant happy Thanksgiving to you and your family this year. What a blessing you are. And, uh, you know, as important as, you know, getting everybody together and having the turkey and the stuffing and all the above is truly that family time. And I think you are a, a great example of just how important that really is after coming through COVID. So we're going to have fun. Yeah, you are. I'm so happy for you. And it's a pleasure to meet you. And oh. I look forward to chatting in the future. Let's do this again. I appreciate we'll it. We'll make it a date. There you go. Well, Glenn Anderson, again, he is the new, relatively new city administrator of Mora.